0: Hey, yeah, I was uh, I was trying to order this uh, mega pack of butt plugs, but um, it only came with three, and I need all twelve. Um, I don't know. Are you uh, are you customer support, or did they they offload me somewhere else again?
1: Oh, um, we're actually butthole support. We're not the butt plug department.
0: Oh, oh, your butthole support, <laughs> not butt plug support.
1: Okay, yeah. Here's where we run into some problems. We're whole support, so the whole butt. Like, if there's something about your whole butt that needs to be fixed, well, then we can help you with that. But if but if it's like
0: a compartmentalized issue of the butt, right? If it's your glands,
1: your prostate, your taint, that's a completely different other department. Then there's the butt whole department, which is h o l e. And then there's the butt crack department where mm. they take customer complaints. Um, so you're mostly about cheeks? Yes. Okay. We are more of a generalized medicine of if we were a medical place.
0: Mm. Okay. Well, I don't know how else to get there, so I'm just going to say intro. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of wolves, and they're made of people. There's a (laughs) bunch of people, people. but they're also wolves. And they They have teeth, and they have claws. They make chocolate with their paws.
1: (laughs) Having a chocolate (laughs) business is is the perfect supernatural front business. (laughs) Yep. Hello, and welcome
0: to the Catastrophe section. My name is Aaron, and with me, as always, is... Cameron. Cameron. Yes, and today we watched blood and chocolate that uh 2007 uh
1: 10th anniversary 10th anniversary
0: yes the 10th anniversary on accident of blood and chocolate and the 20th anniversary of the book's publishing year as well (laughs) what took them so long yeah i don't know um
1: <laughs> okay. Um, um yeah. so before we get to the main crux of our episode, we have some uh news that we would like to update to our dear listeners. Aaron, take it away. Uh we now go to our main butthole correspondent, Aaron.
0: Yes, I am uh being uh the the butthole correspondent. Is a great honor for me and I would like to start out with uh I, I just need everyone to know that there is a tiny kitten who needs a butthole. And the the cat, the kitten's name is cluck because he gives a fuck, <laughs> I guess.
1: Yep. It's money for surgery for a butthole that.
0: Yes. <laughs> There's a cat that needs a butthole. That's, that's about it.
1: I love the pictures. Uh, we'll post it on the Facebook page, but it's like got cluck in like this little toy school bus
0: yes having a day
1: yep and they've already raised like over ten thousand dollars so i think cluck will be able to get his butthole
0: yes he will he will receive he will receive a butthole
1: yes so that's good and uh his own school bus yes (laughs) oh and i love the picture it just has a picture of him saying help me get a butthole donate today <laughs> so Aaron, I would I... like
0: to have a butthole, please help.
1: Aaron's like here, have mine. Oh no, you can take mine. Oh no,
0: that's the sound of a poop. Yup. Hmm.
1: All right. Anything else about this, Aaron?
0: About the butthole cat that needs a butthole? No, not really. I mean, that's it. There's just
1: <laughs> you handled that with all the. The grace of a seasoned reporter.
0: Yeah, I mean, what else do you want me to say? Yes, the cat will probably get a butthole.
1: (laughs) Yep, that's pretty much it.
0: We're done. We did it.
1: All right, so my piece of news is uh, related to a movie that we did called The Greasy Strangler. (laughs) And it's on HuffPost. It's under their weird news thing, and I saw it, and I thought we had to share it. Uh, the headline is Police Discover Speeding Driver Nearly Naked and Covered in Vaseline. Oh, ar-
0: I remember this one. The, yes.
1: The arrest report notes that the driver's area of the car was, quote, extremely greasy. <laughs> <laughs> An Oklahoma man is greasing the wheels of justice with lots of Vaseline. When John Wayne Kellerman was pulled over on October 15th of this year, he could have easily given officers the slip. That's because the 54-year-old was mostly covered in Vaseline on his hands and his upper and lower body parts, according to the site The Smoking Gun. Deputy Daryl Beebe of the Garfield County Sheriff's Department, who hate Mondays, made the discovery after he pulled over Kellerman, Kellerman for doing 57 miles per hour in a 45 zone. When BB walked up to the car, he said Kellerman was nearly naked except for a bikini thong. (laughs) He also noticed a pornographic magazine was on the passenger seat. According to the Enid News and Eagle newspaper, a nearly empty jar of Vaseline was located next to him in the vehicle. Nearly empty. That's a lot of Vaseline. A sergeant arrived at the scene of the traffic stop to do a vehicle inventory, and the officer noted that the driver's side of the car was extremely greasy. It was, quote, extremely greasy. <laughs> and according to the police report obtained by the smoking gun, Kellerman seemed extremely nervous and his hands were shaking. He handed the officer an ID card and, off- and offered the officer a rag to wipe off the Vaseline. <laughs> the officer refused the offer.
0: <laughs> you don't know where that rag's been.
1: I can just see that exchange. Hey, you know you can wipe this off with this Sorry rag. Sorry
0: about all the
1: grease. Sorry about my fuck grease, officer. <laughs> Would you like a rag to have? <laughs> oh man! During questioning, Kellerman allegedly admitted to masturbating behind the wheel before BB pulled him over. Oh boy. BB checked Kellerman's license and discovered he was driving on a revoked license. In fact, the license hadn't been valid since 1985. That man. 32 years,
0: 32 years. He did not get his license renewed (laughs) and he's caught just like fucking lubing
1: up his entire body. (laughs) Uh, Kellerman had spent most of the past 27 years in state prison on charges of domestic assault, car theft, burglary, and narcotics possession. And he was freed on a thousand dollar bond later that day. But like, I love that the side of his car is greasy. Like that means that he was greased up, got out of his car to like take a dump somewhere and then like leaned up against his car or something. So Aaron, oh, we have man. actually found the Greasy Strangler in real life.
0: There he is. We're saved. We did it. We did it. We found him. We're safe now, guys. Everyone, give a round of applause. Can't. I'm holding st- the thing. I can't. Hold, I can't. Applause, but
1: you know what applause sounds like. I just did it. Good. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've gotten into that, let's discuss. All right. Uh, yeah.
0: Let's the- dig into to blood and chocolate. So right off the bat, um, who the fuck is everybody? Uh, they just like throw characters at you and then like some, you know, I, this is the only move. This is like the first movie where I'm like, man, I really could have used an exposition dump because all we see is like the first, the first things we see in this movie is just some girl in a hoodie doing parkour going home, and her, and her, like, assumedly mom being like, Hi, huh, you run everywhere. And she's like, Yes. And then that, like, that's the first scene. Well, not before
1: her parents are murdered in the Colorado winter. Oh, yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> and then it says 10 years later.
0: That's right. Oh, Jesus.
1: Uh, it was a great opening. I was like, okay, you've got my attention. Sure. I, th- I feel like if this movie were just... I feel like the character of Vivian, it's not her movie. They spent no. so little time on her, and she's supposed to be the protagonist. It's yes. really about Aiden. Uh, uh,
0: it's not about him. It is more about him than anyone else.
1: Well, and that's not what the movie starts as it's supposed to be no. a romance movie. And it turns out being about men trying to control this young woman who is totally capable of making her own decisions. Everyone's always yeah. like, I know what's best for you. And like every great movie, it has a prophecy because of prophecy. He that a good movie is what it is because you can be like, Oh, this was preordained. Somebody, you know, thought about this beforehand and the age of, Hope, whatever it was that they... Yeah, the Age of Hope. Oh, yep. Can't wait for that sequel, Blood and Chocolate, Age of Hope. Yeah, that...
0: (laughs) Jesus. So, basically, it takes place in Romania, in Bucharest, where apparently these not-werewolves are werewolfing it up. The Lugaroos. Yeah, so my immediate thing is they're in Romania... And they never meet a Romanian. Everyone there is like an expat or American or just some guy passing through. Like nobody in this movie is Romanian.
1: Oh, yeah. I, it, which which is, is insane. Which is weird because this is uh, on its uh, information page. It's supposed to be an international production, beto- co-production between the U.S., Germany, Romania and the United Kingdom. So I'm sure that there are Romanian, German and other English, like non-English language cuts of or dubs of this movie. I mean, I think some of the people had accents, but I don't think that they were Romanian. Yeah. Like maybe the pharmacist who was my favorite character. He was. Yeah, he was very
0: jollily robbed. Jollily (laughs) also is not a word. It's not. But, but I, I like it. Yo, ho Rob me. Oh,
1: Rob me. Also, Hugh Dancy's <laughs> in this, and I still enjoy him. Oh, I thought he looked almost exactly the same. I, I wrote down that these are Will Graham's grad school years. <laughs> yeah, well, also, I mean, like, this is what he did in the
0: third season of Hannibal, like, when, when fucking... Hannibal's hanging out in Italy. When he's in Italy,
1: he's only a few hundred miles away. Yeah, this is just his (laughs) B-plot. I mean, this is what happened after he got pushed off the train. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's an inside thing for Hannibal watchers.
0: Yeah, uh, Hannibal heads, watch out. (laughs) Watch out? Sure. Anyway, so like... (laughs) (laughs) Watch out. (laughs) What get? Her. They're gonna get you. Who? I don't know. Um, like, so ah, there's like a club scene in the beginning where like a girl's like f- trying to dance with a dude, all sex happy. Oh, she's not trying to dance
1: with a dude. She's just dancing, and he happens at to him. get him. Yeah, like well, no, it. she's
0: looking at him and being all like, "What up?"
1: And he's all you? like. Break me off a piece of, uh, I don't know that you, push guess? cat bar. <laughs> <laughs> yup,
0: that's how I hit on the no, females. I'll bet, I'll bet
1: you have a butthole. I, I, bet, I bet you don't need a
0: surgery to give you a butthole. We're
1: running nah. around saying that
0: to people now. <laughs> <laughs> the best pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking great pickup line. Man, I really bet you have... I'll I'll bet you $10 that you have a butthole. I don't know who's going to take that bet, but... Game on! I'll, I'll, I will.
1: Game on. <laughs> okay, so the Joke's on this you, movie. no
0: I don't. Oh.
1: I poo in a bag.
0: Great. Well, that you still have a... All right, whatever. Oh, no, it's, uh, it's
1: directly from my intestines.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, but you'd still have one... If it's a colostomy, anyway, we're gonna move away from that Uh poo bags, because <laughs> I mean, it keeps the butthole clean for fucking. I don't know. We're d- okay. We're done.
1: <laughs> it keeps the fucking clean for buttholing. Yeah, exactly. So like, so the tone of this movie is all over the place because, so yeah. We know her name is Vivian. We know that Yes. No, no, hold on.
0: When do we actually learn that her name is Vivian? Like 40 minutes in? That's when when I learned it.
1: When her aunt, or no, I think it's when, what's his name? Gabriel or whatever is like, Vivian, you are the chosen one. Yeah. For some reason, I get to be in love with women and then leave them. Like you're for seven Eastern. years that's how for that's how this works, because tradition and not because not because I want to fuck a 20 year old and I'm forty.
0: <laughs> not, not totally because of not that at like all.
1: That. Totally not creepy. I'm not upgrading <laughs> to a new model. It's just the way that things are done around here. No need to think about it.
0: Yeah, because we've controlled Bucharest somehow. Because I guess the Romanians are just shit vampire hunters. You can like, or can Bucharest
1: not. easy knowing that. Great. That's so, a joke so we just from get, our resident Romania man. So you go from childhood murder of entire family to gleefully yep. running through Romania. Parkour. No, no, no. Yeah.
0: No. Parkour. This is a very 2007 movie.
1: Oh, yeah. It made me think of uh, Casino Royale in District B-13 and when Parkour was just like, yeah, bro. We need to have so many parkour
0: people and then they shoot guns. And yeah, I mean, the only good parkour scene is, uh, you know, fucking Punisher Warzone where he kills two of them with a grenade launcher. That was great.
1: I will go to bat for the Casino Royale one. Well, yeah,
0: but I don't care about it. You know what I mean? It's not like, fuck, yeah, he's jumping real good. Like, it doesn't interest me. It's like, yeah, that it doesn't bother me more of.
1: Okay, fair enough. Uh, yes. So why is this movie set in Romania? I I thought it must be an allegory for the Roma people, you know, or P- as people call them, quote unquote gypsies, that yeah. they're persecuted and misunderstood and thought to be like you know all the people are going to come slaughter us. That's the best guesstimate that I can make as to what. Uh, I guess. Or is that just too much?
0: Well, the weird thinking. thing is. The weird thing is that the novel is set in the U S so true. I don't underst- I don't understand
1: why it's set. This makes no sense. Also, they changed literally everything except for the name of the characters in the yeah. plot of this movie. Pretty much. And they kept the title. Why wouldn't they change the title if they changed everything else? I don't know. Okay, so first 10 minutes, she parkours around. I literally wrote yep. down in all caps, what do werewolves do? Please establish your rules. We, don't, we just <laughs> go from brutal murder to running around Romania. Having a blast. And then her aunt's like, oh, when you moved here 10 years ago. Things weren't yep. always
0: this way. And then are- she's like, I, re- I remember when you were when I when I was 17,
1: she's like, you are 17. And I'm like, that's not how math works. <laughs> and, yeah, Gabriel left her seven years, Paclaw, he gets to choose a new mate, blah, blah, blah. And she's got this really, like, rapey cousin named Rafe who... Can't take no for an answer. Like Aaron mentioned later when we get the music video cardboard dancing and he's like, Hey, I want some of that. And I don't know what the woman says, but he proceeds to intimidate her via parkour in a, in an abandoned warehouse or whatever it was. Get her to Uh, drop her purse. Yes. And then bite her to death. It's like an alleyway. Yeah. And then bites her to death in a, in an apartment.
0: Yeah, later on.
1: And one thing I didn't understand is he said, hey, Vivian, you know what we've got in common? We're both romantics. <laughs>
0: you and know I'm what like, romantics do? Uh, I don't know, romance people? No, fucking eat them, d- d- idiot. Like, eat <laughs> them. What, what the fuck are you talking about? We don't even
1: know this character's name, but we do know that they're both romantics.
0: They're both romantics, and we all also, also we all know that romantics kill and eat people.
1: Well, you know, like
0: romance is, duh.
1: Well, don't you remember Romeo and Juliet where he eats her heart in order to sacrifice her to the satyr God? Yeah, of course. Or in the, the other version where part she eats book. Friar Tuck out. You, you mean Friar Fuck? <laughs> yeah, because that's what he does.
0: Because <laughs> that's that's what he does sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then... <laughs> The, oh, <laughs> she's geez. part of the Montague fuck yourself school. <laughs>
0: Great. Oh, jeez.
1: Okay, so in the most romantic of ways, um, Hugh dancing a lot. Yep, b- is met it breaki- having broken into a church
0: for no reason. Like it's like a wolf church. What is that church? Is it a regular church? Is it a wolf church?
1: I think it's just a. Church.
0: Just a church? Okay.
1: But apparently, everybody in Bucharest is either a werewolf or in service to werewolves, unless you're a prisoner <sighs> getting. Wait, was that guy a drug dealer? The first guy who. Uh, I to have run no the idea. River. I
0: thought when I first saw that scene, I'm like, oh no, they grabbed the woman in the red dress because she wasn't killed yet. Because that would have kind of made sense, you know? But no, it's just some guy, I guess. Maybe he was uh shown doing a bad, but I don't know. I don't remember, but anyway, yeah, so they have a weird like hunting ritual, which seems entirely pointless, um because they're they're they don't need to change into wolves, they only do it when they hunt as a group and they hunt as a group because of they want to, they don't have to.
1: They want they to. just and they're they j- they're do? more like shapeshifters in the info dump that yeah which also why doesn't she meet him like earlier in the movie because that would have been really or like you said just a voiceover come on yeah
0: just a little one like yeah my blood is that of a wolf and well, I'd be like this is silly but I know do what's they, happening
1: why did they start with the like murder of her whole family they can literally put that in later. They could put that in anywhere,
0: literally anywhere. I thought I was watching the wrong movie for the first like minute.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> and then then the first couple me, minutes, wow, I was that like, that was an opening."
0: Yeah, yeah. The first couple minutes, it's like a uh, woman, and the little girl in the snow, gunshots thing, and then it just cuts to some fucking girl running around a European thing and jumping on walls, and I'm like, "What am I? Is this the right movie?" And unfortunately, it was. <laughs>
1: Aaron, didn't the soft <laughs> mid rock like alternative rock not cue you oh, in that man. you obviously had the right? The,
0: the fucking music choices in this, especially especially in that first club scene with the wo- the oh, girl I in red,
1: hated that.
0: Where it was just like some weird quote unquote avant garde music, where it's like try. It sounds like it's supposed to be avant garde music, but it's just some fucking like lady being just like Bleh! into a fucking microphone on stage while people just go blah, blah, blah. like I also, listen to weird music, but that's garbage.
1: Like it just sounded like weird cover music of like, Hey, this is a pop song. Like yeah. today I was eating at this Cajun restaurant and there was a, country bluegrass cover of apple bottom jeans and it was terrible
0: in a Cajun restaurant yes that makes no sense
1: I mean regionally maybe I guess I felt caged in get it
0: (laughs) Cajun but I hardly know in (laughs) It's f- All right, <laughs> great. Yeah, so after after Hugh Dancy uh is hanging out in a church, what's her face? Vivian. Uh, Vivian's like, "What are you doing in this church?" And he's like, "Since when do people lock churches?" And she's like, mm, "Wolf Church." And then he yells about having a graphic novel, and he's right, like, "It's I'm not a comic; novel. it's a le- Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wait, not so a comic Justin. book. It's a graphic novel.
1: He he has that whole spiel. Oh, and he's really and he's dark and artist, and he only writes in his initials and never in his name because he's got a complicated past. Because
0: his dad was an army ranger that he half killed on accident. Because you're really good at defending yourself when you just draw and your dad's an army ranger because somehow that shit's passed down to you. That is, that is the reason that he's good at fighting. The reason that Hugh Dancy is good at fighting in this movie is his dad was an army ranger and he punched him real good.
1: Really? I thought it was because he went up against people with, you know, really awful coordination skills.
0: I mean, that does help. Um, but
1: I guess, yeah, sure. Okay. Well, we need to talk about the werewolf transformation. So, oh my God, when they transform into werewolves, it is the strangest cinematic interpretation yeah. I've ever seen. So they take their, their shirts off and everything, or, you know, the men do. And then the women have like a halter top or something on. And then they dive clearly from wires. And it looks like they are about to dive into, it's like an Olympic swimming dive into a yep. pool. And then the, as yep. they're suspended, there's this giant light this luminescence and then suddenly there are wool. They are wolves and yep. they don't acknowledge what's done with their clothes. They're nope. just, they're not ripped. They're not left anywhere. Their clothes go, but they are on. gone
0: when they turn back. Right. And that's not how matter works. Uh, no, it's yep. No, it would change not.
1: into ripped clothes or <laughs> like, why did yes. It, like the Hulk, he's got the sweaty, the stretchy pants. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Figured out. Yeah, th- sure. That would work. And, ooh, this movie has such... I-, I thought you'd be the one to bring this up first, but the slowed down, like, frame rate for moments of violence... Oh, my God, it's the violence.
0: worst. Yeah, where it's, like, three frames a second, and it's, like, real blurry and just looks like fucking garbage. That is, like, super early aughts bullshit that I cannot stand. Like, uh- because you know how fights are supposed to have energy and be kinetic? You know what is really good at that? Taking away all motion. Duh. Or, or knowing where people are in relation to each other. God, it's the fucking worst. I hate when people do that. Because they always, also the music is always like, shh, 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 like, shh, Like when they're just like, ugh, I fucking hate it. It's the worst. I ugh.
1: God damn it! <laughs> it really bothers me. Um, I feel like these werewolves were never really that strong. If a guy with no. a pl- with a no. pla- with a silver butter knife and some bullshit necklace can take out like nearly yeah, just all of them. some artist
0: guy who's like banished some expatriate artist who just kind of. <laughs> walks around and breaks into churches to draw fucking graphic novels. He's like, no, I'm going to fuck up all these wolves. Like, you're right. Also, also I think- don't understand. I don't no. understand. Like the wolf, them being wolves doesn't help them ever. Why are the, th- because like supposedly the, them being whatever the fuck shit name, they call themselves the fucking werewolf. Luguru. Yeah, the Luguru, whatever. (laughs) So there's, yeah, fuck off. Um, (laughs) It's garbage. So when they're in human form, they have no powers. They're not special. They're a little better at, like, fucking Jumping. jumping around. Doing parkour is the only thing they gain. And even then, only some of them, and that is a skill you can learn, so that's not a bonus. That's not, like, a good points. And when they're a wolf, they're just a wolf. They're not more wolf. They're not bigger wolves. There's not an advantage to being a fucking loogaroo.
1: Except for jumping around. But
0: that doesn't give them any advantage. They don't do anything. It all it does in, in this movie, the only thing that being a libber, b- a baberg, b- 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 whatever the f- shitty ass name that I already hate saying, being a werewolf in this movie does nothing but make you fucking allergic to silver.
1: But Aaron, there's an antidote. Yeah, fuck that. You got to go rob, like,
0: a vaguely ethnic man and his (laughs) pharmacy for. (laughs) Yep. Oh, no, my pharmacy. Oh, gosh. Man, this is such a silly thing to happen. He's, like, (laughs) grinning the whole time.
1: When Hugh Dancy comes back and he's like, oh, look, it is my favorite customer.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, jeez.
1: Oh, and I also, you can totally tell, like, how much has changed in 10 years being 2017 when um, Rafe is chasing woman who inexplicably, she's left behind by a taxi.
0: Yeah, for no reason.
1: Yeah, I'd understand, like, you're drunk, like, walk back home, but leaving a friend of yours in the middle of the night in a dark street Yeah. Who's clearly intoxicated. Like, what world is this movie in where someone's like, hey, let's all leave our drunk friend by the side of the
0: road? Well, I mean, Romania is probably different enough. I don't know if it's that different. I have no fucking clue. But, like, I don't know. Some people are still assholes. But also, that is just weird.
1: And it's also a taxi. So, like, wouldn't the taxi be like, hey, I'll take the money?
0: Yeah, of course. They'd be like, yeah, an extra... Give me a better tip for having to clean up your fucking vomit in the back, you dumbo. Blech.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like and That so would be it. Like, Rafe and the Five, which are his four compatriots, chase her, take yep. her purse, and then Vivian's like, ugh, will you leave her alone? And he has this line where he says, you have to let the boys have their fun. And yeah. Because that the- always ends well.
0: Yeah, I was about to say. That also that line also tip t- tipped me off like oh, that's terrifying. The boys <laughs> gotta have their fun because we also know that women can never have fun. Like
1: <laughs> only men can have fun. Two only- more sips. Two more sips. <laughs> it's like the tagline of a horror of a horror frat movie or something.
0: Yep. So. Then Hugh Dancy later is like, hey, I see he he sees uh, Vivian doing chocolate deliveries
1: right yes
0: yeah, chocolate deliveries around Bucharest and he's like, hey Wolf girl and she's like run and then they of the the lamest chase sequence.
1: And where she, just, she
0: gets away.
1: He's actually pretty fast if he can yeah, keep up with her. With her quote-unquote oh,
0: supernatural what? agility.
1: Guess how he finds her, though, and where she lives slash works. She drops oh a my ribbon God. from the chocolate oh, from God. the balcony yeah, that- where she jumped to. Isn't that... Oh, it's a magical day. It's-, it's
0: so it's so romantic. He tracked me down. He bought he accosted me at work for a date. He wouldn't he said he wouldn't leave until he got a date. Isn't that romantic? It's so romantic when someone kidnaps you at work.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh jeez.
1: Uh, Oh, and problematic, uh, (laughs) problematic, do the problematic dance.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but like, so he tracks her down because he goes downstairs to the hotel and he's like, hey, any mail? And the guy's like, no. And he's like, did you even check? And he's like, no mail for anybody, which also I thought was weirdly aggressive. Like, you didn't even check my mail. That's like a super douchey thing thing to to say. It really is. And it's like, dude, I have zero mail. There's nothing. There's uh, – I wouldn't – why would I lie to you? Um, and then he's like, there's chocolates. Where did these chocolates come from? And he's like, that's chocolate place. And he's like, "There's there can only be one chocolate maker that delivers to places, and it must have the wolf girl at. So then he goes and he's like, hey – let me know your name. And she's like, no. And he's like, please, but please do. And then she does say her name. And then he bothers her until
1: she says, (laughs) yes, date. You still don't know her name.
0: I do know it. It's just, (laughs) I didn't at the time, like at this point in the movie, I learned her name when Hugh Dancy learned her name. This
1: That was literally the,
0: the time I learned her name in this, like this 30, 40 a, minutes in has
1: a problem with what I wrote down as taking your wolf out at inappropriate times and telling <laughs> everyone about it. Yeah. Like when Rafe is for some reason manages to find where red dress woman, again, we're not given a name. Yeah, And he's like, was I not worthy of your admiration? Like he can't even take.
0: Yeah some small rejection like, when he was creepy
1: There's so much male entitlement in this movie like oh, yeah. girls all like if the prophecy is true and it will be you will Then be I got to bang it. this also, this girl also, who's 20 that's years younger gross like yeah Rafe is her cousin and her aunt is like that's her uncle she is going to fuck yep. her uncle That is what this movie yep. is telling us Yep Oh, but the prophecy said that incest is okay.
0: Prophecy said incest's hot, and it'll make me get a boner, so it's going to happen.
1: <laughs> it's the divine rod.
0: I get it, because it's like a divining rod, but it's my dick, and it finds water, and by water, I mean white pussies. <laughs> like, just real gross.
1: I love your shorthand, and by that, I mean...
0: Wet pussies. Um, oh god. Take him gross. to the panty pit. I'm gonna throw her in my panty pit.
1: Oh no, I'm gonna gently place them there. Mm. In my bloody Mist- boxer short arena. <laughs> Why are they I'm bloody? Gonna- I don't know. Let's well, find god. out.
0: It's a mystery. <laughs> Call a detective. Um,
1: okay. Okay, we now return to the second. section. All right, so my favorite moment of this movie is the abrupt cut from murder of random woman to opening of jail cell to police officer calling random guy, hey, scumbag. <laughs> All right, scumbag. <laughs> and I just wrote down <laughs> That's the <laughs> You know with an attitude with remarks like that, recidivism will go way down. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, you piece of trash. <laughs> All right, fuck knuckle, get out of here. Get out of here, you criminal, criminal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. We have a breaking news update from our crime correspondent, Louis Armstrong. Hey, everybody. I think I found me a crime. What was the crime? The crime was not enough jazz. Is that a misdemeanor or a felony? That's a Hanson... Um, bop, That's... Whop, whop, wait, doo, what? wipe wap yeah, yeah. All right, we—I we fi- fixed it. The world now has the proper amount of jazz for now, at least. Oh, thank goodness you're here, Louis Armstrong. Louis oh, Armstrong, nah, everybody. Help.
0: Also, some guy killed forty people last night.
1: We don't know who. <laughs> we'll be having a fundraiser for more jazz, but definitely not the murder tomorrow. No, nah, who cares? We now return to the catastrophe section. Wham! Wow. Oh, and I love the the <laughs> the breaking news and exposition is what I wrote. It just says on the front page news of the Bucharest oh, yeah. Gazette or whatever it is, tourist missing. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't know her name. I mean, I like, wait. I kind hold of thought, on, hold
0: on. So even she isn't from Romania.
1: I guess there's
0: nobody in this movie from Romania. You know what they say about
1: Romania? Everybody who is there is definitely not Romanian.
0: Yeah. That's just, it's a country of exclusively expats and tourists. Obviously duh. Clearly that makes no sense. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, that's absurd. Um, where the fuck even does this go? Oh uh, yeah, they start. They start like fucking basically, but oh, not- and
1: well, Rafe, we got to cover the first hunt. Rafe says, "Hey, oh, sweet yeah. tits, want ready, f- ready to hunt?" You know, because progressivism, and then yeah. I wrote down they, the uh, the pre-hunt thing looked like an occupy rally. I wrote down "Occupy Wolf of Wall Street" because it's basically hedonism. <laughs> there was like a an Occupy Wall Street thing where they're like they've got a drum circle going and they're all dancing yes. shirtless, like "Yeah, Molly, I, woo! I hate my parents." Well,
0: like, no, here's the thing: when they when they took off all their shirts, that I'm like, oh, this is an orgy, like. <laughs> Cause they all took them off at, they like brought a random outsider in with a blindfold on and then. And then fucking Gabriel's like, all right, everyone get ready. And then they all simultaneously take off their shirts. Like, Oh, this is just going to be a fuck pile now. Like
1: <laughs> I want to join the fuck pile.
0: It's it very much looked like they were just gonna have a giant bang sesh with everybody. Just a big old, big old orgy.
1: Let's add some chocolate to this blood.
0: Adds, and by chocolate, I mean intercourse? I don't know where this is going.
1: <laughs> I think I wrote down my favorite note of the whole movie. 50 against 1. What fair odds? What's <laughs> the guy? Is
0: just complaining. Uh, if you're just going to kill me, just do it now. What are you waiting for? God. I'm not even going to run. I don't even care. <laughs> just... They just capture, like, a depressed guy that's like, oh, man. I don't even care. I can't even feel it. I'm not even... You know what? Eat me.
1: Fuck it. (laughs) Take my leg. Take my my butt. I'll give a shit. (laughs) Rip off my scrotum. See what I care. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? I mean, it won't hurt, but...
0: (laughs) Won't hurt more than my emotions.
1: Also, he says... One thing I don't understand is that Gabriel says glory be to the wolf, singular wolf who stops him from reaching the other side of the river. And yeah, but they're supposed to hunt as a pack. Why does he grant glory to the one individual? Like also how fair is it that a whole pack of wolves goes after an injured nobody? One, one guy
0: that they just like found on the streets.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's like, it's
0: like halfway through this movie. They're like, and we're bored. Let's go do a dangerous game
1: type s- situation because that's more fun than this. You've got to <laughs> spin the death wheel open. You've got the, the Lugaroo light show light show death. Yep. go, go so ahead and take your we're places. bored
0: of hunting rabbits we must now hunt the most dangerous game man like it just wait, turns wait. into the most dangerous game for no reason midway through this movie and then it goes back to these two fucking just fucking like early 20s late teens just hanging out and trying to fuck and then he's like but I gotta get on a train but before that we should totes bang And she's like, "Yeah, we'll see." And then they don't. Then he doesn't get on the train.
1: Also, before he, after he chases her, before he goes to the chocolate shop or whatever, before he goes down to the candy store, he he has a creepy full scale sketch, like face sketch drawing of her. Hanging yep. up on his wall yep. before he goes to ask for mail. And I'm like, you've seen her twice and you don't even know her name. And you drew her. You face drew her from memory and hung it on your wall. Ooh, yes. The way that a missing per, like a missing persons investigator yeah. well, does.
0: Well, he, yeah, he drew not only her. So there was the picture of her and then just like the rest of the room was just covered in like drawings of wolves And when I saw that, all I could think of is those shitty like three wolf moon shirts and all those kind of shirts. Oh, yeah. Like that's Hugh Dancy. Hugh Dancy just did those shirts. That's it was him. We know now. Before he was recruited by the FBI. Yep. That's like fine. That's like if we watched Rambo and there's just a scene where Rambo's like hiding out and he's like wood carving those gone fishing signs with like the bait underneath them. And he just has like a hundred of those. That's like what that scene is for me.
1: And he's like,
0: well, better go back to killing. Like I just invented this weird trend and it's in this movie for no reason. Like,
1: <laughs> well, Hey, I guess it didn't catch on.
0: Yep. Oh, darn. Also, um, I
1: love that he asks for, cause it doesn't sound like he's romantically interested in her when he, Tracks her down to the chocolate shop and he no, says, no. "Hey, one night—that's all I'm asking." And I was like, "Or just five minutes? I don't know. I could make that work too." Yeah, I, as long as five
0: minutes without pants will also do. <laughs> I'm a sensitive <laughs> artist. Also, I love or like just like a decently long hug. Also, <laughs> just it gets sadder and sadder as he keeps talking. Or maybe a
1: moist handshake.
0: Yeah, I just. <laughs> A cold, clammy handshake from yours truly. Would you enjoy that? <laughs> I would. Oh, boy. Sploosh.
1: Also, they <laughs> go on a date where they, what is it? they I wrote down stealing from a local art dealer, but really all they do is go to the, this other side of a mansion and they're like, this is the best view of the city. Look.
0: Yeah, so yeah, he goes to like a cafe and the cafe is closed. And he's like, no oh, man, it's the best view of the city. And then she's like, fucking no, it isn't. We got to break into a rich guy's house. Then they do. And it <laughs> is the best view of the city. Also that, that also the mansion that they break into has wolf statues in it. And she asks like, aren't you going to draw, um, draw them. And he's like, fucking no, <laughs>
1: I'm going to draw wolves. What am I, a tortured mm. artist?
0: But you were just drawing wolves. Also, like, why would you ask? Aren't you going to draw those wolves? That was just a very pointless.
1: Also, lines. he has qualms about like, he's like, isn't this private property when he was uh, yeah. in the church earlier? But at least she points out that like, Ugh, now you decide to start.
0: Now you care about the law. Now you yeah. care about the law. Oh, gosh, golly. Don't you dare go breaking into those churches again. <laughs> the wolves will get you, young man. Oh, oh you make great, my man. heart sick with worry. Now Don't touch my fuzzy s- bottom. <laughs> Are you sure that that's what you meant to say? Yes, do it. Touch my fuzzy bottom.
1: Ugh.
0: Oh, boy. Give it a good scratch. Uh... All right. So like they, after that, they, it, there's like this shitty montage where she's like at work making chocolates or whatever. And then it like flashes to them. Like,
1: haha, we're f- having fun in a park and water and a train or whatever. Oh, and we know Basically. that time passes. I said, then they fell madly in love and he yep. changed his shirt a few times. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Because it's just three different sequences where he's like, I'm wearing a green striped shirt. I'm wearing a blue polka dot shirt. I'm now it is a black a white shirt. shirt. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's how we know that these are three separate dates. <laughs> and that and one striped shirt, that's the one that goes through hell with him for the rest of the movie.
0: Yep. So after that, they're like walking home at night and uh, talking about the Lugaroo myth because he's going to write a k- graphic novel about it. And then there's like those douche wolves following him and being like, you hear that? He knows she told him. So they go and talk to and, big yeah, man, McLean, whatever his face, Gabriel. Yeah, big and he's like, take care of him. Yeah. So Gabriel orders, uh, chicken nuggets. <laughs> orders chicken nuggets, and he's like, these are very good. Now you should go kill that man, and they're like, yes. <laughs> so then uh, Hugh Dancy gets tricked into going to the bathroom. a place. It's like a Catholic church, because the, I only know because there's like a said. confession box or something. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to get fucked in the church. Let's show up, and then he does, and then it doesn't happen because it's Raph...
1: Rafe, Whatever's whatever the fuck Rafe
0: name is, yeah, Rafe.
1: Also, he's, um, a, he's a terrible person. Nobody feels bad that he's fucking dead. No, I think the most satisfying part is when he's like, "Is that a threat?" No, this is. And then Hugh Danzy just beats Smash. the shit out of him and throws yeah. him against the wall. Like
0: that's not a threat. That's an assault. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's like, "You better stay away from her," and he's like. No, and then they fight, and then they fight more, and then he turns into a wolf, and then they keep fighting, and he uh, locks and himself in a Hugh, place.
1: Hugh Dancy gets inside of the confession booth. The yep wolf rips Scratches through it through and it, but gets accidentally cut on his silver necklace, yeah. which we didn't know was silver until yep. then because it was just there and we didn't know about it. They should have been yep. like, "This is the necklace that my father gave me from childhood." Done. Yep,
0: I killed I killed my dad and I took his necklace. What a bitch! Like
1: <laughs> I also took his artistic skills.
0: Yep. So uh, were. how small they were in the palm and of then my penis. They
1: somehow end up on the top of this like balcony with battlements that are made out of papier mâché. Apparently. Oh yeah. And he takes that the was necklace so good. And he stabs uh, Rafe. Midair, the, like Jason the Bourne neck. down a, down yeah, a, flight, he gra- a yeah. flight of stairs. He
0: uses the wolf body to stop his fall while also stabbing Silver into the wolf. And then they land and he wakes up and then uh, Rafe is sitting there all naked, very erect and dying. And all in that order, too.
1: Yes. Also, not going to lie, going to pause to say the makeup for that on Rafe was actually pretty good.
0: It was because he was like he had all the like the spider veins yeah. around the spot where the the silver thing was and when he picked up the silver thing it was still like dented and burnt. It looked pretty good. That part was fine. So um, I want to
1: talk about business. So let's say that you are an enterprising troll garbage monster or I don't know, a potentate snowman who's alive and you need to hide okay. out somewhere in Eastern Europe. What better way than to hire a lawyer to make you a business? And you know what? Here, tell me. I'm gonna have you call in to me, and I'm gonna give you a suggestion on my supernatural shell corporation business advice okay. line. All right. First caller. Welcome ring, onto the ring. show.
0: Hello. Hey, I'm a uh, I'm a yeti uh, in the Himalayas, and uh, yeti. You're know, done. Ma- I'm Dry cleaning up. done. Oh, okay. Um, nobody wears clothes. I, I I'll figure it out. It'll be fine.
1: All right, next caller. Hey, yeah,
0: I'm, uh, I've raised a gremlin army in, uh, in the Sudan, and uh, we've been grubbing around in the desert, and I'm making a pretty good amount of cash, so, you know, the tax man's on my ass. What do I do? Car wash. Car wash? Uh I don't think I've seen a car in four years. Cause we're in the desert.
1: What am I? An advice host? Okay,
0: I mean yes, but oh no. <laughs> Alright, next caller. Hell yeah. I'm uh I'm just a rich man. I'm just rich. Chocolate shop in Romania. Alright, next caller. Uh but okay. Um yes i have i am the world
1: anywhere in europe that you're trying to hide out specifically i am earth did steve put you up to this yes i'm just ralph ralph what have i told you about calling me at work go to your room I don't have a... I'm homeless. Well, get a room and fucking go to it. Okay. Beep. All right, next and last caller. Hello, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, yeah, I'm a mad scientist. I created an army of, uh... Well, I haven't done anything yet, but I'm just prepping.
1: All right, where in Europe are you trying to get to? Uh, Uh, Luxembourg. Ah, Luxembourg. Uh... Titty club. T- a titty club. Yeah, perfect thing. You can have a mad science lab underneath the bar. You can have oodles of uh, science happening behind it. Be like, oh, it's mixology, and then you can have your army if, be the bouncers.
0: Hold, but what if the uh, what if the science leaps leaks into the titty lab and I get monster women's?
1: Well, then you'll have a bigger army. I don't see the problem.
0: But, like, then I'll need to make the monies. So you start a brothel. I don't know. Wait, so they're more fuckable if they're... Okay. (laughs) Wouldn't that just be
1: the original idea? I've never been to Luxembourg. I'm just here to give you ideas. I don't think it's location-dependent, but okay. (laughs) You know what? Think it over over the weekend. Eat some Luxemburgers and uh, go to a few titty bars. (laughs) Okay, or some some testicle bars. I don't know. Maybe you're into that. Some cock bars.
0: (laughs) Yo, bro, want to go see a bunch of cock?
1: (laughs) Do I?
0: They swing them from left to right repeatedly.
1: Ooh, and if it's below the equator, it's right to left. Yes, but no. This year on the Big Dick (laughs) Flopathon, friendships will
0: be ruined. Penises will be engorged. Underwear
1: will be removed. <laughs> That's about it, though. <laughs> Flopping will ensue.
0: <laughs> Testicles <laughs> will be present. Some in pairs, some not. So, Some not. Uh, mm. Join us! Big pants, small pants, no pants, cock pants. It's just, part, it's just part. of the advert. Ding. Yep.
1: Oh, speaking of audience, I have to tell you about a business idea that I have for Aaron. So. Oh no. I'm building up a trust, where I can open up. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna open up a company called. Laffy's Dump Factory, and we literally are going to be the most profitable porta potty and outhouse digging service in the world. And Aaron, oh boy, is going to be the one that shovels all the poop, but he's gonna make like ninety grand a year
0: for for just shoveling poo.
1: Yup. Okay. And I'm going to have you and a few other employees with it. And you're going to take it because it's, <laughs> because it pays so well.
0: So you just want me to take a, a terrible job because it pays a bunch of money?
1: Because I want to be able to go visit you at work and be like, ha ha, you're shoveling poop. I mean, that is fair. You're like, well, I'm making 90 grand a year. Plus benefits.
0: I'm making like eight times you.
1: I'm like, yeah, but you're shoveling poo.
0: Yeah, but you've touched poo every day.
1: (laughs) Also, I love the idea of Laffy's Dump Factory. It's got like this big child molesty looking clown on it.
0: Oh, it's a clown poo hole.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, on the porta potties, we're going to be. Oh, no, no, no. Price.
0: Oh, no. So in the porta potty, the um the they're painted. So like <laughs> the seat is like the clown's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and above it is like his insane eyes. So every time you use one of them, you're <laughs> shitting into a clown's mouth.
1: And then some of them actually have like the jack in the box thing for the toilet where it's like.
0: Yeah, so if you don't poop fast enough, it. you get sprayed by other people's poop. <laughs> That's a game show.
1: And then I'm also going to have it double as a cancer screening business called Daffy's Lump Factory. Where it's oh, like good. Got lumps, come in and have them checked for cancer. Wait, if it's a
0: lump factory, isn't that us giving them cancer?
1: No, we just happen to be conducting them in a factory. Oh, okay.
0: This seems like a solid multi-pronged business (laughs) enterprise.
1: Just imagine the pitch meetings. So what's the return of investment? Um, Aaron shovels poop. (laughs) That's it.
0: (laughs) I want to see him do
1: it. And I just want like to be, <laughs> gotta shit while well, I control everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I own every porta. How great would that movie be, where it's competing like porta potty businesses? And there's, like, a line where they come in contact with the bad guy. And he's like, I control every outdoor shit in the, in the,
1: in the Washington, D.C. area, kid. Like, More kids had bowel movements on my properties than in all of yours put together.
0: More people take dumps in my holes <laughs> than anyone else ever has. That would be the best, like, bad guy speech. Just about capitalizing on other people's feces.
1: It's not about money. It's about poop for money. <laughs> <laughs> just wait till I yeah. get the investors.
0: It'll be great. That'll be a great movie.
1: Yeah. And Laffy's just like this big old floppy dick to like, uh, yeah, he's like,
0: yeah, he's like just some goofy guy. That's like, I really started this because my dad wanted to run he could one time he didn't make it to a bathroom, and I wanted to avenge him.
1: <laughs> so I wanted to make
0: sure everyone could get to a bathroom
1: because we have to avenge every mistake our parents made, like yep. running a red light or not making it to the bathroom on time.
0: Yep, that is that is Laffy's motivation is because his dad pooped his pants once,
1: and I thought. Never again, so I commit never. myself to laughter and feast. Never
0: again. never again shall any any man, woman, or child poop <laughs> themselves for lack of a porta potty.
1: Without paying a price.
0: <laughs>
1: Here at Laffy's Dump Factory, your family.
0: Only five cents a poo.
1: <laughs> Ten cents for peeing.
0: For some reason.
1: It's like being re- how we're really good at um, being male prostitutes. Like you can get a blow job for a dollar or you can get two for 95 cents.
0: That's how this works. With a friend. Business. Business.
1: I love that it's five cents less for two at the same time. Yep. All right. Well, th- I just wanted to share that. Good. Do you have a cancerous butthole? Well, come on in and we'll check that lump. Does it is it cancer? We don't know, but we're cheaper nope. than a doctor. Sure is a lump. Could be a cyst. The only lump I've got is all the cash that I made from checking all those lumps. Welcome to for-
0: assisted living for people with cysts. Get it? Jokes. I get it. <laughs> it's fucking lame. Um... Anyway, so, like, should get back to the movie where after Rafe dies, they get Aiden's like, hey, you're a wolf. And she's like, yes. And he's like, run. Uh, But then he gets captured.
1: I feel like uh, they wanted this movie to have like these. They're like, we've got these really great one liners. Like when Rafe is about to jump and try to kill uh, Hugh Dancy. He's yeah. like, okay, I'll get on the train. And he's like, I am the train. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> I am the train. Like, um, No. <laughs> no. You're so, a man.
1: So, you know, I thought of this alternate title to this movie, Aaron. Hmm. It, I wrote foreign investor tax breaks the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so now we've got our shadow producer From Hollywood here To tell to take us through another episode Of Pitch This Movie So Hello, we're gonna be The European the sha- people And you're gonna tell us Why we should invest in the movie Blood and Chocolate
0: Hey yeah so uh, I've pro- produced about six, six, uh, six Movies After Blood and Chocolate Blood and Chocolate was my biggest success Mainly because it was very cheap, and you—basically, Romania pays you to, there's lots of tax breaks. So if you give us your money, uh, then you get the tax breaks. But then also, you may or may not get return on investments. But if not, then that's fine too, because it's for the tax breaks.
1: I'm not sold. How much money is going to be asked of me to invest?
0: A billion
1: But it says here The production budget is only 15 Can I just donate like 100,000? No Why not?
0: Because I don't have any more suckers
1: Well tell me more about the plot Like why should I care about this movie?
0: Okay so there's like a hot guy And a hot girl And they want to bang But they can't because she's like a wolf, but not. So it's Twilight. Yeah. So it's Underworld. But kinda, but kinda somehow more boring.
1: So it's underworld.
0: Yeah, but also still kinda more boring. So it's Casablanca. But there's wolves and and it and it's less entertaining.
1: Huh. Well, I'm in.
0: Okay, good. I'm, I'm a great salesman.
1: Also, how much are you putting into the movie?
0: Uh, my talent.
1: That's not an amount of money. I thought you were going to invest. Uh, nope.
0: Uh, I tricked you.
1: I mean, I already said I was going to before I thought that you were going to be part of it. Nope. All right, that concludes this thrilling adventure of foreign oh, boy. investor tax breaks.
0: Don't you love Hollywood stories, everybody?
1: I've got this boatload of drug money, but I have nowhere to funnel it through. How about it? Well, a teen you could put boat? it in this garbage movie. You could put it in this supernatural teen flick.
0: That may that might make money. Probably not.
1: It's worth the risk. <laughs> Oh, boy. I made all these yo-yos in the 70s. What can I do with all my drug money? I mean, yo-yo um, You can yo-yo shit money. on a dick. Oh, it must be Thursday. Got to go make a movie.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah, anyway. So they capture Hugh Dancy, and they're like, if you make it to the river you live, everybody's stripping and fuck, and then we're going to kill this guy. But he, like... But before he got kidnapped, he walked into a fancy restaurant. and restaurant, a- he said, ask, is this real ask silver? Asked the waiter, hey, bud, is this real silver? And he's like, why, yes, it is. And then he just, like, walks out. He doesn't even, he's not even in a hurry. He and just pockets it and leaves. Then nobody tries to stop him. Nobody's he like, says, yes, hey, wait, those not, are our hey, silverware. Stop. He just walks out.
1: Not, hey, stop, just, oh, yes, that is. Okay, thank- glad I could help. Goodbye. Yep.
0: Oh, good, thanks, leave. Um, So it turns out he has a silver butter knife, which is enough, I guess, to fucking kill three wolves or whatever. So they let him go, and he rubs his blood on some trees for some reason. And then he finds a creek. And then there's some wolves and then he stabs them with a butter knife. And somehow that works.
1: Also, he had, he had it in it across- his shoe and they yes. didn't think to check him, but they nope. take away the necklace and they're like, we know how you killed everybody uh-huh. else with your silver necklace. Yep. Yeah. So then
0: he gets across the river and then uh, bad guy, Mick, big, big man, Mick, statutory rape guy, Gabriel. Yeah, that's it. That's him. He yeah, he's like no. I mean, he doesn't say words because he's a wolf and he's like, "But I made it across your damn river." And then he g- starts to attack him and then out of nowhere we see Vivian or is that her name again? Did I forget it yes. again? Yes, it, no, it's Vivian. Okay. I forgot, it sounded wrong for a moment. Um, we see Vivian's transformation which for some reason is longer than other wolf transformations, as if we didn't think she would ever turn into a wolf. Because before this, she never had. And they're like, it's a big reveal when she turns into a wolf. But then she's just a wolf like there's nothing. I don't know why they put extra effort into her transformation, but they do. So then then she stops. What's his face, Gabriel? Gets cut but by in the, the process, Hugh because, Dancy... He know like, that it's her. Yeah, Hugh Dancy stabs her a little bit. So she's like, ow, silver. So then oh, they run away. Stabbed a bit to a, by... Yeah, so then they run away, and then they're like... They go to a film need...
1: place where her aunt said never to go, and then the aunt shows up, and she's like, I thought I told you never to go here, and she's like, but reasons and gabriel's clearly terrible and she's like well you win me over here's my gun goodbye
0: yep here we go goodbye see you later
1: (laughs) i'm as thinly written as you are i guess i believe i'm as thinly written as you are clothed (laughs) if the wind picks up a little bit more i'm afraid that i'm so thinly drawn as a character i would be blown away
0: yeah i will be blown away for how thinly i am written um so then a bunch of bullshit happens. They go to the pharmacy and they're like, they get a Give rifle me that thing
1: from the pharmacist. That sounds like a shotgun, but is a rifle. Yep. Doesn't it sound like,
0: yeah, no, it doesn't sound like how it looks at all. Um, so yeah, it they get jam drugs like and a the-
1: rifle does.
0: No, well, it ran out of ammo. That's why.
1: Oh, I but thought yes. when it goes behind the bar, and so then yeah, they that, was, the that ethnic- was because
0: he was he was hung upside down and all the bullets spilled out of
1: his pants. <laughs> oh golly, and then they took his oh, lunch gosh. money. Just and put his like hand me in warm and my water.
0: clumsiness. I have fallen over and all of my bullets have spilled out of my cargo shorts.
1: <laughs> Wait, why cargo shorts?
0: I don't know, it just seemed like a silly item of clothing.
1: <laughs> oh no.
0: So yeah, um, they get the antidote from the way too happy. They get the antidote from the way too happy guy, the pharmacist, and some guns and a bunch of shit. Somehow he has those. And I he's like, thanks for robbing me. Thanks for robbing me, friend. Goodbye. Like he's weirdly happy about it. Yeah, um, he's and probably they,
1: related to the taxi driver in uh Walk of Shame. I
0: make lap ready.
1: <laughs> for what?
0: I'm I, it's ready. Ooh,
1: and Aaron, remember that fucking sexy ass scene where he's like, all oh, shirtless and hairy and yeah. waist up.
0: Yeah, he's covered in Vaseline head to toe.
1: <laughs> I can give you a rag to wipe that off.
0: No, thank no. you. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Anyway, so then they go and fight Gabriel and Gabriel's like die. But then they don't. And also, why do these wolves not turn into wolves and instead use guns?
1: Mm, Because it's more useful than turning into wolves, I guess.
0: Then why are they special at all?
1: I think they're not.
0: I mean, they clearly aren't. But that (laughs) further solidifies the point of like, even they don't use their turning into wolf powers. They're just like, you know what's better than turning into a wolf? Fucking guns.
1: <laughs> Which. <laughs> because it is. I think that that would be hilarious if they're, uh, if <laughs> one of the hunted, they're like, if you get to the river,
0: you get to go free. And
1: rather than turning into wolves, they all just pull out assault rifles and yep. then just gun the guy down <laughs> before he even gets into the tree line. Another yeah. one hunted. <sighs>
0: Hey, we did it! <laughs> Go us! <laughs> We're so good at this.
1: Also, I love that the Hugh Dancy is given the line of "Drink up" when he's. L- oh my God! When he lights all the absinthe
0: <laughs> on fire. Why also, do werewolves why is love there an amph- absinthe? Absinthe
1: factory, like, because Cabral all the werewolves drink absinthe. <laughs> with drug dealer guy, no. he's like, "It is good, yeah." Oh, isn't that the guy who's like,
0: some say it is poison. Guess that's why they make it illegal for people under 21 or whatever the fuck his dumb line is.
1: Yeah, because I think that's what he was in prison for.
0: Okay. But anyway, yeah, so werewolves apparently love absinthe because that's all they drink. And then it blows that burns them up and he's like, drink up. And then it's lame still. And then he gets away, and then he shoots. What's his face? But then Gabriel's oh, like, "That was so stupid." No. She,
1: like Vivian has the gun, and Gabriel's Boy, I hate like, "That you cannot shoot him." And he's like, "She's like, no, I can't shoot him. No, What's- I can't." And then the wolf, and then Gabriel, and then he jumps, jump and then she and shoots him. Shoots him. It's so pointless.
0: Yep. So why did you say you couldn't, huh? Because you clearly did. You it's, used your finger to pull the trigger like a gun goes.
1: trope where. Like in a Michael Bay movie, like, uh, now that I've disarmed you, I'm not going to kill you. I have other plans. And then they're like, and then he grabs a gun and then he (laughs) kills him. Yep. Or someone else off screen does it. And he's like, I told you, you should have killed that bitch. Like in a triple X state of the union. Yep.
0: Always. That always happens.
1: It's like an unwritten rule. It's like saving the cat, but not killing the villain. How great would
0: it be if you're 80 you're 85 minutes into an action movie when that trope happens but then the bad guy just kills him kills the protagonist and then it, the movie just ends like it just credits It'd be amazing. <laughs> like it'd be a K- fucking triumph of a movie.
1: Like if just the next James Bond movie was like you'll never stop me James. I think I All right. <laughs> Let's go.
0: Yeah, no, no, like after James Bond has, has, has bad guy, bad guy McForeigner in a, like a chokehold. You've got my he,
1: pharmacy business out of business. You can yeah, let exactly. me Exactly.
0: And yeah, and then, and then he, the bad guy tells him his plot and then it, 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 fucking Daniel Craig lets him go and he's like, all right, Stand man. I'm gonna let you go, and then he just pulls out like a fucking a battle axe and kills Bond, and then the movie just ends.
1: Which is funny because he actually fought Dominic Green with a with a fire axe in Quantum of Solace.
0: That was yes.
1: Oh, it makes me. I, think I of, would. Oh, I would
0: just love a weirdly anticlimactic action movie like that. <laughs> I would enjoy that. I,
1: I would love Daniel Craig to just say something like. I've fallen in love. I've changed my shirts a few times. I'm ready (laughs) to change. So, like. Oh, bullet bullet to (sighs) the head. What are we, Vikings? What are we Vikings?
0: (coughs) So there's um. That's one thing that always annoys me about like specific like movies in general is that you're the protagonist. Just like the whole concept of plot armor in TV shows and stuff. And the people who break the plot armor thing are just like, oh, but he kills everyone. You know what I mean?
1: What's plot armor?
0: We're like, if they're important to the plot, they never die.
1: Oh, like Rick on The Walking Dead.
0: Yes, exactly. Or like anybody, like nobody dies except for the bad guys. Unless it's like Game of Thrones where it's like that guy just only kills everybody. You know what I mean? There's never like if it comes out of left field, it's just like a bad movie. There's never like a good movie that's like and then it ended. I mean, obviously, that doesn't make a good movie, but like it's hard to be like, oh, no, I'm actually worried for these characters because you're like, oh, no, I the clearly he's not going to die because that would be dumb. The only way a a a, a main character character can die is if he sacrifices himself for the greater good. Like that's the only way that like you can go die
1: out of here. Huh. Yeah, that was a death sound, not a climax sound.
0: No, that was that was him coming. Also, there's this really little
1: hilarious trend on The Walking Dead now, or there was anyway, in like season five or six. Where anyone who was like I don't know if Rick's good for this community He seems to be out of bounds Would instantly like get bitten by a walker like, ah! Just immediately die These nameless members of the community Would just be like Rick, I don't like what you're doing ah! Like just in the same episode, we never learn their names. They're just there to be zombie food and to let let it know that not everyone just thinks that Rick is all great.
0: That's very good.
1: Uh so what else happens? They let three of the five out of it. They totally do it. Big boo. And And then then they
0: leave and she's like, it's a new age of hope. And then the credits roll. And he says, she says, where, where are we headed?
1: How about the age of hope or Paris? Yep. Oh, okay. Also, she had that bizarre line where she says, I know somewhere where nobody will be. And they never like in a car, that's where they are, but nobody will be in the car except I don't get it. (laughs) I, don't, I know what? where nobody is right now. I thought it was going to be like, oh, that clever place that we, like the church? I don't know, but you yeah. seem to know where that was.
0: <laughs> nope, a car.
1: It's just one of those lines <laughs> where there's no follow-up on it. Like, ah, as the audience, that is where we expect some sort of subversion of expectation. Yeah. But nope, it's just them in a fucking car driving away. Yep. Very dumb. So, yeah,
0: that's blood and chocolate.
1: All right. So let's render our verdicts. Aaron, does blood and chocolate belong in the catastrophe section?
0: I'm very middled on it. So I'm going to go. I'm just going to abstain.
1: I was actually going to do that.
0: Okay, so it's it's just. Yep. Nope.
1: Oh, so I'd say that's just
0: a note. If if we're both abstaining, then it doesn't get inducted because it needs a it needs a yes.
1: I there are parts of it that are good enough, but it's just not overall. It's not enough
0: to. No, it's too. Yeah, it's it's not.
1: It's just not. It's not Geostorm.
0: It it's not good enough. So yeah, nope, it is not inducted. Gavel close. Gavel. To be fair, it was close, but uh, just not enough.
1: Yes, it was Glenn close. <laughs> yep. I mean, it uh, sure was. So moving on to our next segment, which is counterpoints. Aaron, this movie has a certain percentage on rotten tomatoes. What is it?
0: What is it like 11 or 13? Something it like that. It is
1: exactly 11. Eight oh, fresh, shit. 67 rotten consensus reads cheap CG effects and laughable dialogue make blood and chocolate worse than the usual werewolf flick. And what is the audience score?
0: 28? 52. Oh, geez, that's way too yeah, much.
1: Yeah, it, it's probably a lot of tweens who... Yeah. This was like right before the Twilight thing where they're like, man, these books and stuff are probably really good. If we adapt this one werewolf book, because there's no good werewolf books, maybe we can yeah. get a good movie out of it. Uh, It's based on an average rating of 3.1 out of 5, based on roughly 158,000 votes. Uh... Yeah, aside from Hugh Dancy, like, there is no, like, big-name actors in this. No, not at all. Ooh, I do like that the actor who na- who plays Rafe is named Brian Dick. Oh. That's fitting. Yes, that's what I was just about to say. Good. Uh, there is one review that I want to read, and it okay. is the San Francisco Chronicle gave it 25 out of 100. Peter Hartlaub wrote: Not since *An American Werewolf in London* in 1981 reset the standard for man-to-wolf transformation has anyone tried to get away with special effects as pitiful as the ones in this movie. (laughs) Okay, Aaron. This movie cost a certain amount of money to make. How much did it cost?
0: You said it earlier. Fifteen.
1: Yes, and how much did it make? Uh, ten. It made about $3.5 million domestically and $2,784,270 oh. $2, so overseas for a total of six million three hundred eleven thousand dollars and 17, $117. Okay. And it only made like $2 million in its opening weekend. So less
0: At, than half.
1: Yeah. Opening at number sixteen at the box office. Oh my on, God! On twelve hundred screens. That's abysmal. That is, like, sorry, foreign investors. Yep. Uh, there weren't really anything great on Metacritic, so let's move to the trivia. We kind of already mentioned some of this, basically how. The title is a metaphor for her choosing between blood of her family or chocolate, which is temptation, and there's a which chocolate. Is fuck.
0: Oh I mean, you could have just called it family or fucking. Which sounds like a weird game show.
1: Yes. <laughs> Welcome
0: family to or- Family or Fucking.
1: Why not? We both? have this
0: very attractive human being right here. Or you your your aunt. Your Aunt Lisa, Uh, you could have lunch with her or you could fuck this attractive person. Which one will it be?
1: Where's the lunch? I don't know where the lunch is going to be.
0: Doesn't matter.
1: All right, I'll go with lunch.
0: Okay, good choice, maybe.
1: It'll last longer.
0: (laughs) Next contestant. (laughs) Uh,
1: I'm pretty sure that this piece of trivia is an error, but it is funny because one of the writers wrote, the screenplay for Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. And the oh. trivia is would be screenwriter Aaron Krueger's last horror film before he began writing the Transformers films. Oh. So that's, a, I'm sure that the, the website has not IMDb has not gone through this and been like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's bullshit. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. And apparently the author, uh, Annette Curtis-Klaus, was not kept up to date by the producers of the film about production. She had to find out the information about the filming on IMDb.
0: Yeah. Huh.
1: Uh, and apparently Agnes, what's her name, Agnes, hold on, let me go back to the page, Yes, Agnes Bruckner, who plays Vivian, is the only American actor in the entire production. And everyone else is European or Canadian. Yeah. But no one's Romanian. Nope. <laughs> All right, so the this was actually directed by a woman. Her name is Katja von Garnier. She is a German director who directed uh, this film called Making Up. I know her from this... TV film that she made that I've seen in one of my women's history classes. It's called iron jawed angels about suffrage suffragist activists starring Hillary Swank. Uh, but she hasn't really done anything that isn't a European film. She did. Yeah. This film called Ostwind blood and chocolate Ostwind Two, Ostwind three. Oh, good. So great that they made it three times. Aaron Kruger, the aforementioned <laughs> um, screenwriter, one of two, has written Reindeer Games, Imposter, the screenplay for the 2002 The Ring, Scream 3, uh, Arlington Road, The Ring 2, The Brothers Grimm. Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Transformers: Dark of the Moon. Transformers: Age of Extinction. Ghost in the Shell: The Screenplay, and the screenplay for the upcoming Disney film Dumbo.
0: Oh, great! Because everyone fucking loves Dumbo.
1: I don't understand why they're making that movie. Dumbo
0: sucks dicks. Dumbo's a shitty. It's it's a shitty story.
1: It's just like, oh no, I'm sad. I laugh. This is a
0: sad elephant who gets tortured.
1: And there's Great. some racist crows. Oh boy.
0: Well, yeah, I'm sure that I doubt those will be in there, but uh, you never know.
1: Oh, and Christopher Landon, who is the other contributing screenwriter for this, has written such things as uh, Disturbia from 2007, also a few episodes mm-hmm. of Dirty Sexy Money, Burning Palms, Paranormal Activity 2, Paranormal Activity 3. Paranormal great. Activity 4, Paranormal great. Activity, The Marked Ones, Scout's no Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, a film that came out in 2016 called Viral, and he has directed uh, Happy Death Day, which came out earlier this year, Scout's Guide to the Zomb- Zombie Apocalypse, and Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones. So, you know, great. a great person to do horror. Y- yes. All right, and that's everything on Blood and Chocolate. Yeah. Not the best, not the worst. Nope, nope, definitely not either of those. All right, let's move into our final segment before we announce our next project. Aaron, what's on your radar this week?
0: Uh, not much, pretty much. I, uh, I saw Coco this week. Coco's pretty dang good. I would say go in about 20 minutes <coughs> late because the fucking Frozen short... The frozen, the frozen short beforehand can suck my dick. Fuck that! It was it's garbage. The frozen
1: short. Oh.
0: And by short, I mean it's twenty-five
1: minutes long. Why didn't they just make a sequel? There, they are. So why don't they just wait till the sequel?
0: Because this one's about holiday traditions.
1: You can have that in a sequel. Yep.
0: Yep. It's terrible, and I hate it. And. Especially because it's a Pixar movie and they always have really good shorts that are, you know, <laughs>
1: except for that not 25
0: one. fucking minutes long. But, the, I mean, the reason it's beho- beforehand is because the, the same people who wrote the music for Frozen wrote the music for Coco. So that's why, oh. because they wanted to do a few more songs to wring the money out of children.
1: <laughs> and by that you mean their parents.
0: Well, yeah, but, and, and that's fine, but don't make me sit through your 25-minute garbage. Fuck yeah, that's you. Not I'm here to see, that's not a short. I'm here to see a not-Frozen movie.
1: I want to see— Because Frozen, ugh. Like, give it's me... fine.
0: It's a fine movie, but I didn't go to see it.
1: Give me a Toy Story short. You have done so many that are great. Just give me another one.
0: Just anything but that. Well, not anything, obviously. But you know what I not mean. Anyway, the,
1: what was that awful one that was in front of? Oh, the
0: volcano one that yeah, sucked. That was so
1: terrible.
0: Hey, hey, it wasn't twenty five minutes. That one and, was way and better. And it
1: wasn't car. And it wasn't Cars two.
0: Yes, that was way better than the Frozen short.
1: Oh, the one that one's called Lava. Which yeah, was, that one sucked. Which one was that movie attached to? Oh, it was attached to Inside Out. Uh, was it? Yes.
0: Okay. Well, hey, if you want to go and you don't want to see a fucking snowman sing at you about fruitcake, haha, fruitcake—the joke of the season, so funny and original—then just listen you know, to our 20- Christmas
1: with the Cranks episode. We did more about fruitcake. Mm-hmm. We willed it, that episode into existence.
0: Yes. But like, so yeah, 25 minutes late, you go see Coco, but 25 minutes late and you'll be fine.
1: All right. Anything else? Not really. All right. Uh, I've got two things to plug Thor Ragnarok. Fucking awesome. Tycho oh, YTT. yeah, I did see that. Oh, isn't it great? I loved it. It was so fun. <laughs> eh, it was fine. Mainly him as Gork.
0: Well, yeah, that was good.
1: Hey, man, we're going to get on that spaceship. <laughs> Yes, no, that
0: that was very good, but it was still just a superhero movie.
1: It was, but I just love the Norse stuff and his. Meh. It was like an eighties road movie. I, that's what I liked about it. It was not yeah, Doctor guess. Strange.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my god! You seem Dr. like Strange you're in sucked. desperate
1: need of leadership. <laughs> Thank you.
0: I could not stand that. I think that's what broke me to, to superhero movies was Doctor Strange.
1: I like Doctor Strange Love better.
0: Well, of course, that's a good movie. Doctor Strange can suck every penis.
1: Okay, Aaron, I have not consulted with you about what we're going to do next. I said that we, no, we might do Trog, but there's another Bo Derek movie that I kind of want to do. Oh, you have my attention. Here, let me send it to you really quick so that you can see which one it is because it's not Bolero. It's a movie that she filmed in like 1973 and didn't come out until like 1983 for some reason and her husband, okay. John Derrick, directed it.
0: Oh, good, because he's, you know, the mark of fucking quality.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. It's the one where the we were reading it the synopsis over
0: oh oh the oh. poster
1: is just her in the shower and the slogan oh. is she's the face the figure the fantasy bo derrick fantasies
0: oh no yes she dreams. <laughs> okay i'm gonna read this synopsis because the Please synopsis do. is amazing Sixteen-year-old um, Anastasia and her adopted brother Demir, live on a Greek island with their pervy grandfather. She dreams about having a large antique bathtub, and he dreams about running a seaside resort. They begin to fall for each other.
1: Okay, so who's the they? Her in the bathtub. Her and the pervy grandfather. Her and her the brother, and the brother. The brother. But and also, the not to
0: mention. The man dreams of having business. She just wants a fancy bathtub. Like that's that, some.
1: That's like the equivalent of a stand-up up shit. comedian going up on stage and being like, women be shopping. Am I right?
0: Ha 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 ha. So funny.
1: Oh, also, I love that the only quote listed for this movie is I have bosoms. Oh my god. That's amazing. Also. Why was this movie not released for 10 years?
0: That's a great question.
1: But yeah, uh, I think we need some just more filth. So I think that'll work.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because We really liked Ghosts Can't Do It. So maybe this will be uh, just as good. Yeah. And
0: apparently Ghost Can't Do It was his last director thing besides some Shania Twain videos.
1: Oh, weirdly, no.
0: Yeah, he did. Shania Twain, whose bed have your boots been under? The video short. And Shania Twain, any man of mine.
1: I don't know. Whose boots has my bed been under?
0: Oh, man. No, whose bed have your boots been under?
1: Oh, man. I don't even know the answer to that question either.
0: (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) great
1: and also this is bo Derek's first acting role
0: oh so she's gonna be even worse excellent
1: yeah but it was released after pretty much everything else
0: that's very weird but okay i'm in
1: yep all right next time fantasies
0: yes and then then we're gonna
1: do uh saving
0: saving christmas saving
1: christmas with harv yep and the emoji movie
0: Yes. Yes. Because, the emoji. Oh boy. The emoji movie. Because
1: fuck you, Aaron. I'm making you watch that with me.
0: No, I I know. And as long as I don't have to pay money for it, I said I'd watch it. And, uh, the time of reckoning is upon me. So, yep. Hey, Hey, you just know think what? About I got to sh- own up. It's got to happen.
1: Return of it. Return of investment. Aaron shoveling poo.
0: Yep. Basically that's what, uh, that's what the emoji movie is going to be. We're right. going to buy a bunch of gin and watch uh, poop on screen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> gin
0: gin's delicious
1: i mean i guess in some things yes all right outro blood there's a or wolf chocolate. but it's chocolate not a werewolf there's chocolate a man but blood. he's not blood but he chocolate. is a wolf i don't know should i choose my there's family there's a mythology For some reason, but I, I'm not shitty the character of this movie my watch out now because they the might turn into, like into my wolves. characterization where is my blah, character? Blah, blah. Oh Wolves. I guess I'll just define myself by the men around me.
0: Chocolate making.
1: In Laffy's dump factory.